We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning. It's Thursday. Freedom Friday Eve, almost uh, the end of another great week. I, I mean, the week's been great. Hopefully your week has been great. It's MAGA Thursday, MAGA morning. We're live. We're on Rumble. We're not on Facebook anymore. I decided not to stream the show on Facebook anymore, but put the Rumble link there. You know, 40, almost 42,000 followers, and they have us so restricted on Facebook that nobody sees it. And Facebook would not even let me use the title Massive Voter Fraud yesterday. So screw them. If you're on Facebook, then you see the Rumble link. Hit the Rumble link and come on Rumble. If you don't have a Rumble account, you should have one. And it's free. And then you can partake in the chat, which is uh, starting to open up. Good morning. We did not have a problem with the Rumble stream today. We started like 40 minutes late yesterday, but... We did like, I think I did about a 48 minute show yesterday. It was really frustrating. I almost gave up, but I, I no, we're going to get it going. Anyway, hit the follow, hit the follow, hit the thumbs up, help juice the algorithm. I agree. F Facebook. I won't drop the F bomb this early. I'll try not to. Anyway, I got scolded for using some language the other day on the show and I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm uncensored. I'm unapologetic. You, at this point in life, in the world we live in, if words are going to offend you, you have bigger problems to yourself, and you should really reevaluate your uh, your life if words are going to offend you. Just get over yourselves, people. Just stop. Stop with the nonsense. So, yeah. Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, Rumble, 1776live.tv. And uh, we got a lot going on. Biden crime family just keeps getting exposed more and more and more and more. And it's not going to stop. The question is, okay, it's great. The Oversight Committee is exposing it. People are talking about it. What kind of actions are going to be taken? Because on one hand... You have people talking about impeachment inquiries. 
about Joe Biden. Okay. We're on, Congress is on vacation right now until September. Are we going to see any impeachment proceedings come against Joe Biden? And we all know that there'll be no conviction in the Senate if Joe Biden gets impeached just because of, well, swampy politics. I mean, Mitch McConnell himself will protect Joe Biden. We know that they're friends. We'll get into that. Me personally, and I agree that the court of public opinion is very important and that I believe all of this information coming out is helping in the court of public opinion. But when it comes down to it, we can all scream and yell at the top of our lungs, standing on our hills, impeach Joe Biden. We know he's not going to be removed from office, from impeachment anyway. Maybe there'll be other ways. Do I think it's a setup to run someone else? Yeah, I, we talk about this a lot on the show um, and myself and, and when we uh, on Tuesdays and Fridays with, with my ugly bearded co-host, James Curry, who I love deeply. We, we have, so there are people that are, that are uh, predicting maybe Michelle Obama is going to be the surprise 2024 Democratic candidate. And that actually started with Roger Stone. Roger Stone's a very good friend of mine. He came on our show a few months back on a Friday and one, he had said, Hey, imagine if there was a Trump Kennedy unity ticket, which isn't going to happen, but we were, we were the first show Roger Stone set it on and then it went viral on a Friday night. Um, and my, my prediction is after Gavin Newsom uh, debates Ron DeSantis, Meatball Ron, I think, I think then, depending on how that goes, Gavin Newsom will probably announce that he's going to run for president. And I think they'll try to push him and maybe make, make Michelle Obama, Big Mike, the VP. I don't think Michelle Obama is going to lead the ticket, but you never know. You, you never know with these people. I do, I do 100% believe that Joe Biden is not going to be running for re-election, even though it appears. You know, he opened up his uh, campaign headquarters in, in uh, Wilmington, Delaware, I believe, and doing other things. But it, it's, it's dead. It, they're going to put him out to pasture. It's over. We don't even know if it's the real guy. It's just, it's odd. But as far as the impeachment stuff goes, yeah, all right. Again, we could scream at the top of our hills, top of our lungs, impeach Joe Biden. They're not removing him via impeachment. And I don't want to see Kamala Harris as a placeholder president, just, just in case. I just think it's going to come with problems. Uh, I, or if they're going to do this, do it closer to the election. Me personally, I want to see impeachment um, proceedings on Alejandro Mayorkas for all of the nonsense going on at the border. I mean, blatant immigration laws being broken, uh, law, humanitarian uh, laws uh, being broken, just horrible things happening at the border that I think Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, should be held accountable, accountable for, as well as Meritless Garland for uh, going along with and being complicit with weaponizing the DOJ against political opponents and uh, innocent people who didn't even enter the Capitol and things like that. 
you know, who doesn't love a yellow school bus? <laughs> AP Unfiltered. Oh, you are new. That's right. You came in the other day, and I'm glad you're here, and thanks for coming back. Thanks for everybody for tuning in. Do me a favor if you haven't yet. Hit the thumbs up on the video. If you hit the thumbs up on the video that you're watching on Rumble, it really helps juice the algorithm to get the channel and the video recommended in podcasts and what while we're live. We do come up in the list, but it's helping, and uh, really would appreciate if you hit the follow, hit the like, hit the thumbs up to help that we're building the channel and um it's been building nicely so i feel they backed themselves into a corner with camilla though black left woman will lose their minds if they shaft her in favor of another white guy i don't know i don't know i'll tell you what i know a lot of black people that are not happy with kamala harris because kamala harris plays off like she's really black and she's just black enough and they know that she's like fake black she she's not she what is it with her father somebody's Jamaican, somebody's Indian. It's just, it's, it's nonsense. It's all optics. And who knows? We, we are live, Hog. We are live. We made it live this morning on time. We had no issues with the Rumble stream. Not like yesterday. I mean, we got through it, but we are. We're here. We're not going to be here for Freedom Friday tomorrow night. I'll, I will be back here tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night, I'm actually having an event, um, attending an event with Laura Loomer tomorrow in New York City. I'll be with the Receipt Queen tomorrow so james and i are not going to be doing freedom friday tomorrow night instead we're going to be doing a freedom sunday special sunday 3 p.m eastern we'll start tickling that out tomorrow but yeah uh sunday special freedom sunday special 3 p.m eastern we're going to do james and i we may have a guest or two roll through and we'll have some fun we'll do memes of the week on sunday Hog, I got to look if you got any uh, any memes going on. I haven't really paid attention to many of the memes. I have to get into that. So anyway, enough of me rambling. We'll get into a little bit more of Joe Biden and Mitch McConnell a little bit. I got some video clips to play. Uh, hopefully we get into everything. If we go over a little bit of an, a an hour, I'm okay with that today. Um, I was planning on maybe on Fridays. You know, every, every morning's an hour. On Fridays, I was thinking maybe do maybe 90 minutes. We'll see. It, it all depends on timing and uh, what life brings. You know, I don't do this full time, although I feel like I do. <laughs> I'd like to. I enjoy this a lot. And uh, I think we, even as what I like to call the MAGA community, get to uh, reach more people, you know, between people in the chat and things like that. So <laughs> I want to get into our... I guess our main event here, I hate these ads. I just, some of these websites that I love, I'm tired of seeing foot fungus and just weird women in weird bras. They're not even good looking anymore. Anyway, it's horrible. So misogynistic. Oh, shut up. I can't even hit my button here. All right. House Oversight releases bank records showing Hunter Biden took millions from Russian and Ukrainian oligarchs. Before I even get into this, all over Twitter, you have all of these idiots on the left going, but Hunter Biden's not an elected official. Why do we care so much about Hunter Biden? Why aren't we talking about Jared Kushner and $2 billion from the Saudis? Well, Jared Kushner had services rendered, like he provided services. So Hunter Biden's not providing any services. Oh, yes, he is. The White House, his father was sitting vice president. He's selling and peddling influence. That's what's wild about these people <clears throat> and the spin is that they want, again, it's all about court of public opinion. So if they're all pushing the same narrative from the same people, 
Time to download another ad blocker. I don't even know if it'll work on these websites, to be honest with you. Such a pain in the ass. This is the Daily Caller, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and, and they'll keep spinning that narrative of, well, Jared Kushner, $2 billion from the Saudi uh, Saudis. Hunter Biden is not an elected official. Hunter Biden was was given his positions because of influence of his father being sitting vice president. 10% for the big guy, millions of dollars, shell companies. Why are all these Biden family members have shell companies? It's all exactly. Anyone who's still asking why Hunter is a big deal can't add two plus two. They can, but they come up with five. Two plus two equals five. It doesn't work out because they're morons. So the House Oversight Committee released bank records Wednesday showing Hunter Biden took millions of dollars worth of payments from Russia, Ukrainian, uh, U- Ukrainian and uh, Kazakh oligarchs. Uh, Hunter Biden received millions from Russian oligarch Alina Batarina, Ukrainian energy firm Burisma, of course, <clears throat> and uh, Kazakh oligarch Ken's Re- whatever, when his father was vice president. He was selling influence. They were only giving him money because his father was a sitting vice president. I mean, does it really take a, a rocket scientist to figure this out? Hunter Biden wasn't an elected official. Come on. The committee has identified over $20 million in payments from foreign partners to the Biden family and their associates. Hunter Biden received millions. I mean, 10% to the big guy. You know what? I'm actually just going to come right over to the Oversight Committee Twitter. They put out the Biden family investigation. Today, we're releasing the bank records memo detailing how the Bidens and their associates received millions from oligarchs in Russia, Kazakhstan, and Ukraine. I wonder how much Hunter paid for his new teeth. He's got he's got some badass veneers, right? He had some snaggletooth, meth mouth, crack mouth. I don't know what they were. They looked like somebody took his teeth in a bag, smashed them with a hammer, and then crazy glued them back in his head. And then he's taking pictures in the dentist. Look at me, Dad. <laughs> Veneers. I mean, they're expensive. Yeah, some veneers like seventy five hundred thousand dollars. You can get cheap ones, I guess. But you know, Hunter Biden ain't getting cheap ones. He's got to keep smoking crack. So he needs the he needs the smoke crack resistance veneer set. That's what he needs. Because I got to keep smoking crack, and I don't want him to rot out my veneers. I got to keep keep up with my hookers and blow. Except, good morning, Laura Ann. Except now. He's not allowed to do drugs or alcohol because conditions of his release from his court case in Delaware, they said alcohol and drugs are a no-no, even though his lawyers are ripping bongs on the balcony. And the judge said, even where it's legally, you can't do that. But who's going to test him? Is Hunter Biden going to get randomly tested for drugs or alcohol? Come on, you hatita like chicklets. It's horrible. We've now identified $20 million in payments from foreign sources to the Bidens and their associates during Joe Biden's presidency. Hunter sold him as the brand. You imagine Joe Biden being the brand with the aviators, eating a chocolate ice cream with just the ice cream spilling down. You got any kids to sniff? The brand. No real services were provided other than access to the Biden network, including Joe Biden himself, the brand, the last name, unlike Jared Kushner, that provided services for the $2 billion for the Saudis. So shut up. Idiots. And I'm not a big fan of Jared Kushner, to be honest with you. He acted as my doorman the last time I was at Bedminster. He held the door open for me, and I looked at him. He's tall. 
very skinny. I say tall. I'm short. I'm literally like, I'm, I'm short and whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> and um, he's sitting there with uh, Ivanka and he, I realized, and it was said to me also after when I pointed it out to somebody, he wears a lot of makeup when he's doing like media and stuff because in person, he's just very, he's old. He's old looking. Like crows could land on his crow's feet. That's how old Jared Kushner looks in person. Like I said to him, I said, I don't think you should be holding the door for me. And he laughed, but whatever. I don't care. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. On February 14th, 2014, Russian oligarch Yelena Batarina wired $3.5 million to a shell company associated with Hunter Biden. I believe that's the mayor of Moscow's wife, the guy, the mayor who died, with Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. About $1 million was transferred to Archer, and the remainder was used to initially fund a new company account with Archer and Biden used to receive other foreign wires. And they have a little, they have a little uh, chart here where the $3.5 million went to these shell companies. Another $2.75 million was divided. Devin Archer got three-quarters of a million dollars. The rest of the money went to Hunter Biden. I mean, come on. I, direct payments, personal expenses, investment, personal expenses. Veneers, 10% to the big guy. It was laid clear their agenda when they disregarded the clip of Biden admitting to the quid pro quo with Ukraine and then proceeded to try to impeach Trump. Of course. Of course. They impeached Donald Trump for the phone call. And they did nothing with Joe Biden on public television saying, yeah, we're, gonna, we're not going to give you the million dollars until you fire the prosecutor that's investigating Burisma. And my son happens to be on the board of getting $83,000 a month. It is such a clown show. And what's wild is that the clowns rallying around these people saying that they did nothing wrong and the big orange man is the bad guy. It is a, it is a movie. It is a, it is a B movie. It's, it's wild. Like it, may, it really makes your head hurt when you, when you look at it all and you're like, people can't be this stupid. They can't. They cannot be this stupid. Take the exact situation and reverse it. Joe Biden had the phone call and Trump and Don Jr. and Eric Trump and all of these people were Joe Biden, Devin Archer, uh, Hunter Biden, all that. Just, just reverse it. Reverse, just same story. Let's switch up the names. What would happen then? They'd all get the electric chair. In spring of 2014, a Ukrainian oligarch placed Archer and Biden on the Burisma board of directors and agreed to pay each of them $1 million per year, money that they didn't even need, but it was payment. That's pocket change for them. That's hookers and blow money just so they can get to the Biden brands. That's what it cost them. Then Vice President Joe Biden visited Ukraine soon after they joined Burisma. Hunter claimed credit for this visit to show value of the brand that you're buying for the million dollars that you paid me. On April 22nd, 2014, Kazakhstani oligarch Kanez Rakashev wired the exact price of Biden. Come on, stop. Stop it. The exact price of Biden's sports car to a bank account used by Archer and Biden. 
The next day, a payment was made to purchase the sports car. And they released all the bank records, which are available over on the Oversight Committee website. Stop it. All right. I want this sports car, and I'm obviously selling influence and things like that. And the sports car, let's see if I can bring this up. Uh, $142,300. Wires funds received $142,300 on May 22nd. On May 23rd, Schneider Nelson Motor Company, exotic cars, for $142,300. No, come on. All right, so I want a sports car that costs $142,000. And I know I'm doing all this illegal nonsense. And it's going to get paid for me because of the brand I'm selling, which is my father, the vice president. Listen, you got to wire me $300,000. And I'm going to go buy the sports car for $142,000. The exact amount, the exact amount. Really? Joe, Joe Biden should be in trouble for acting as a foreign agent at this point. The, what is it, the FARA Act? That they took what Rudy Giuliani's law license over, I believe. After receiving the sports car payment, Archer and Biden then arranged for Burisma executives to visit Kazakhstan in June 2014 to show, to evaluate a three-way deal among Burisma a Chinese state-owned company, and the government of Kazakhstan. What if they went over there and showed them pictures of the, of the, uh, the sports car he was buying? Like, I'm going to buy this. It's $142,300. Or whatever it is. I need, this, I need you to wire this amount of money so I can go buy it. Come on. The circus music is getting louder. The circus music is drowning out everything. And then you have the you have then you again you have the circus clowns the people on the left and the never Trumpers literally even never Trumpers like oh what does Hunter Biden have to have to do with all this? Because Hunter Biden is the way to tie his father to all this illegal activity, morons. Sorry, I was going to drop the f bomb again. I'm really trying to be good. It's the morning, and I'm trying. I'm trying, people. Hit the like, hit the follow. Do it now on Rumble. Help me help you. Do it. Do it for the kids. Hit the thumbs up. Hunter brought in millions of dollars from Yelena, Batarina, Burisma, and Kenz Rakashev. Kenez Rakashev. Vice President Biden had dinner with them in the spring of 2014 and 2014 in Washington, D.C. I believe it was in uh, Georgetown. This is clear corruption. That enriched the Biden family. This is a clear lie when they say that Joe Biden had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business deals or knew nothing about it or didn't meet any of these people. He had dinner with them at least twice in D.C. while he was vice president of the United States. Uh, you can read the full bank records memorandum that was released yesterday. Everett, oversight.house.gov. Who knows how long they'll be there because the federal government likes to destroy records, January 6th committee. So who knows? Better go get them and download them quick. 
because they might be gone soon. And the previous bank records of all the other investigations can be found. The first bank memo, you can get the second bank memo, you can get the 800th bank memo. Just go over to the oversight.house.gov website. I've always heard that public service could be rewarding. <laughs> Who knew? I want to be a public servant. It's so rewarding to serve in government. It's so true. It's so true. East Coast cannot help the swearing. It's in your blood. I like it. It fits your personality. Well, fuck yeah, Laura Ann. It fits my personality. All right, I did it. <laughs> so... I got chastised for, what was it, Tuesday night show. Tuesday night show, We The People Radio. That We had a, the January 6th of Chris Worrell on. We had, I think it's over, so we, we are on two Rumble channels. We're on mine, 1776live.tv, and then on my co-host James on Tuesdays and Fridays, we're on his also, which is We The People Radio. And on Tuesdays, uh, he, he runs the production, and on Fridays, I run the productions. You know, the keys, the ones and twos and all that, the screen shares. And the streaming. And on Tuesday, we were on his channel. And I think it's got almost 30,000 views now, that video. And uh, we had a lot of we had a lot of newcomers come in. Uh, there's this guy on Twitter, WH Grandpa, who has his he's got like 60,000 followers. He popped in last Friday and said, hey, do you mind if I bring my Patriot friends? We had no idea what, what to expect. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, not even exaggerating. And they, uh, they, they've been popping in lately on our night shows. And we're getting tremendous viewership over there and uh one of them chastised me really bad in the comments because i like to use the word retard i'm sorry and i'm going to tell you straight up i have family members that are developmentally disabled that are physically disabled my uncle my godfather has cerebral palsy and he uses the word retard it's hilarious and it's not meant by any to offend anybody the problem is they alienated the word retard and that's been used forever and ever and ever to say you can't use this anymore otherwise you're a certain type of way and to that i say if words offend you i'm not the guy to listen to because i'm unapologetic and if you find me offensive i'm not going to apologize because again if you're getting offended by words or a word you have bigger problems for yourself figure it out because you're not navigating life very well if you're getting offended by words seriously get over yourself so whatever it is what it is. And I'm from New York. I don't really know what that means. <clears throat> so yeah, the Biden crime family. Really, the Biden crime family. Don't send them over to Dilly then. They'll really be triggered. Yeah, yeah. Brendan, the, the Dilly show, which if you're not watching the Dilly show, it's 12 o'clock noon, 12 noon Eastern. He's on Rumble and Twitter, Brendan Dilly and his Dilly meme team, which the Dilly meme team is literally single-handedly changing the face of politics with memes. And if you follow our Friday show, watch our Friday show, we do memes of the week. We feature a lot of their memes. Then you also have the uh, the OG people over at the Patriot Meme Alliance too, like Grand Old Memes and uh, people like that. The, the memers are... are Pivotal and important in politics now. Um, people that disagree don't get it and are idiots and are probably boomers anyway because you can't tell me that the memers have not single-handedly brought in more younger people to pay attention to politics with memes that are hilarious and unbelievably produced. 
The Dilly Show is great. Absolutely. And I'm happy that majority of the memers follow, like Hog and so many others out there are following us. And that's, you know, one of the reasons why we did the segment Memes of the Week, because it's so, again, I talk about it even before we started that segment on Fridays, that the, the memers have been important since Donald Trump came down the escalator and announced. And they were a big part of Donald Trump's election and pulling people into the movement from for memes because it it like humanizes politics and doesn't make it so who cares uh donald trump love him or hate him he single-handedly woke more people up to the political world than i think any figure that has been involved in politics in american history maybe besides john jfk but i don't i don't know in my lifetime anyway i've always been involved in politics since 18 years old because i was i grew up in it you know and but i see so many people at so many different ages getting involved and engaged because of one donald trump and especially now what they're doing to him what the government is doing to their political opponent that they fear so much and also uh to the memers oh my god ben shapiro is aids i agree i used to like ben shapiro but we used to make fun of him. My wife calls him uh, Ben Shapiro. He's like a, he's like bumblebees trapped in a jar. The way he talks, and uh, I don't like making fun of the way people sound because I hate the sound of my voice. I, I don't like listening to recordings of myself. Like I've never watched one of my own shows. People make clips, and I don't want to watch them because I literally hate the sound of my voice. I don't like leaving voice messages because I hate the sound of my voice. And when people make fun of the sound of my voice, which some people do just be to be assholes, like it makes me laugh because I'm like, I agree with you. I hate my voice. <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> when I started my podcast, I was like, a few years ago, I was like, I don't know if I could do this. Just I, I can't go back and listen because I like I just I can't do it. I feel I literally get this. I feel awkward listening to myself. It's so weird. I don't know how people do it. But I walked into um friends houses where like they watch my show i'm not even kidding and like they had my show on i'm like turn it off turn it off i'm here you can listen to me talk i can't listen to this i can't listen to myself ben shapiro is aids he really did become aids man i'm not happy with the whole daily wire thing and i used to be fans i'm not i was never a fan of candace owens to be honest with you i think she's a true grifter um yeah good morning carol from iowa Carol, you were a Facebook watcher. We're not going to be streaming on Facebook anymore. So I'm glad you're here on Rumble. Looking for my boy, Kung Fu Brian. He was in the other day. He's been having, he's got, you know, the guy who had the CPR done on him, broke all his ribs. He was dead for three minutes. But it seems like he's doing all right. But uh, he was in the chat daily, and he's, he's one of the subscribers that gives me $5 a month. So, Brian, where are you, Brian? Uh, yeah, I don't like Ben Shapiro. Matt Walsh has been pissing me off. You know, uh, I think out of all of them, though, Ben Shapiro is the worst. He's just, he's just, he's just weird. Whatever. Screw them. Not going to waste time talking about them. So, yeah, $20 million from Russia, Ukraine, and it's all okay because Hunter Biden is not an elected official. Let me do it now. You know what I'm going to do. 
It's mid-show. Well, we might go a little late today. We'll see. So before I plug my before I plug my business, okay, I gotta bring something up. You gotta bear with me a second on my Twitter that I posted yesterday. And this is actually towards the Daily Wire and the Blaze seem to be the black roots of conservative media. Yeah. Um I put out a tweet and it got a lot of traction. And I'm going to tell you what the problem is with these DeSantis people. Okay. These DeSantis people have become so toxic. And I know I mentioned this, but it, it had gotten worse. And they are literally, you know, when you want something to come up and you just can't find it. Okay. Here it is. So I put a tweet out yesterday. And this is 100% true. And it really, I don't care that any of this happened to me. I don't, I'm, 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 my mind is frazzled because of where it came from and where I should have expected it to come from. And it's happened. So, all right. I put this tweet out yesterday. I'm going to read it. The DeSantis paid Twitter industrial complex is responsible for the following. And if you don't know what the DeSantis paid Twitter industrial complex is, it's all of these people that are being paid by either the DeSantis campaigns or organizations that are supporting DeSantis and they refuse to say they're getting paid. Literally, I can say every memer in, in Trump world that is making uh, Trump memes and Trump videos, none of them are getting paid for that. The Dilly meme team and everybody else, literally none of them are getting paid for that. I'm, I don't get paid for anything I say about Donald Trump. Nothing. Nothing. I get paid for none of it. And so they, they form this paid, what we call the, some people call it the Florida influencer industrial complex, the DeSantis Twitter industrial complex. It's just a bunch of people getting paid to spout off against Trump supporters, Trump. And these were all used to be, these were never Trumpers. These were diehard Trump fans at one point. I voted for Donald Trump twice, but I'm getting paid now by the meatball crew. So anyway, the DeSantis paid Twitter industrial complex is responsible for the following. Having my social media suspended and celebrating it, which happened on Twitter. 22,000 followers, they all went after me. All these DeSantis bot accounts mass reported me. I lost both appeals and the account was gone. And then I was able to bring it back and get verified. I had work and I started over again. But they celebrated it, just like a typical leftist. Wishing harm on me and my family along with posting photos of the block I live on and laughed about it. A few of these smaller Twitter DeSantis fans, they all had the little gators on, on it. They literally posted from Google Earth pictures of my intersection that I live on, like my, my corner, which I don't care because you're not going to intimidate me. And if you're going to show up, my advice, come heavy. Come heavy or you're going to have a problem. And you better be heavier than I am. So harm on my family saying, oh, you know, you're – just just saying just saying things it's it's it, it, you you know the deal and the the posting photos attempting to dox me give me a break man get, but people that can't stand me get online because that one wraps around the corner okay and then the calling for a boycott of my conservative owned business that supports and employs veterans first responders and other organizations like january 6 defense funds and helping January 6th families with things like their mortgage and electric bills and groceries, why their loved ones 
are incarcerated for bullshit and have lost that second income in the home. That's what I do with my business, okay? And these are all leftist tactics you expect from people on the left. And I've had that happen to, from people on the left, and, and none of it's affected me negatively. None of this is affecting me negatively. On the contrary, when they started boyc- trying to call this boycott for my business, a lot of influential people retweeted that out, and I had a spike in sales. It's not going to hurt me, okay? You're never going to take anything away from me unless you put a bullet in my head and take my life. And make sure you kill me if that happens, okay? Let's just be clear. These are all leftist tactics, and these are all coming from DeSantis supporters. Hog is a dilly team memer. <clears throat> Hog is who Dilly always talks about, and he's in the show every morning. Hog is great. Hog is great. He doesn't give us chocolate cake. He gives us memes. But yeah, Hog is on the Dilly team, Lorraine. That's him, the famous Hogman, who does not like to be tagged on Twitter, so don't do it. Do not do it. So this tweet I, I, I made yesterday, and it's been retweeted a bunch of times. I'm telling you now, I will, I'm going to repeat this a lot, and I've said it before. I will sit back. And I will watch this country and the Republican Party burn to the ground before I vote for anyone else but Donald Trump in 2024. Nothing will change my mind. For me, it's Trump and only Trump. And I've said why numerous times. So you can call for the boycott of my business. You can post where I live 100 million times. I don't give a shit. You can wish harm on me and my family. My 10-year-old can break down and put together an AR-15 faster than you could put your fucking pants on. We're not stupid. And you can keep having my social media suspended. I'm going to keep coming back. I'm going to keep coming back, and I'm going to keep haunting your dreams. Your John Cardildos, the, was it Bill Mitchells, the Christina Pasha, all of you disgusting, subhuman piece of DeSantis meatball shit will not keep people like me down. It's not going to happen. I just want to make that clear. And with that, this is the business that they're boycotting. They're attempting to, which is not working. MyPatriotCigars.com. This is the company that I use to support veterans, first responders, January 6th, families, and things like that. Literally, donate cigars, uh, host events, spend thousands of dollars in sponsorships, whether it's golf outings, January 6th events, whatever it is. That's what I like to do to give back and help. Raise money for good causes. MyPatriotCigars.com. You can use promo code MAGA to get 25% off. Free shipping on orders over $100. Literally the other night, we had hundreds and hundreds of people in the chat, and I was talking about this. And even if you don't smoke cigars and you want to go on and get a shirt or a hat, we have merch to help support the brand. And when people say, hey, what's Patriot Cigar Company? Oh, you like cigars? It's great. Go over and check them out. So many people were buying shirts and hats. Yesterday, I was filling just shirt and hat orders. Like, they weren't even buying cigars. It was wild. I've never done that before. Like, I'm a cigar company. People typically buy cigars. But they were buying, you know, We the People hats, which I have to order more. I'm almost sold out of. And, and just the Patriot Cigar Company merch. But if you like cigars, you want to try them, we have a sampler pack, mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. 
free shipping on orders over a hundred bucks. So I just wanted to, I wanted to speak about that tweet and then obviously just segued into, yeah, I'm going to plug my company. This is what I do. I self-sponsor myself because you know what? If I was not self-sponsoring, if I was not making money from great patriots and conservatives, well, I wouldn't be doing the show. I wouldn't have all the time to, to spend on political activism locally and nationally and supporting all these organizations. That's what I choose to do. No, I'd be working a nine to five job somewhere. I don't know doing, I don't know what I'd be doing. I am involved in other businesses. You know, I, I came from nothing. I'm, I'm self-made. I'm not a millionaire by any means. I'm comfortable. I support my family and I'm self-employed and they DeSantis supporters who love nothing more to see people like me in the poorhouse. And they've even said, Oh, you should be in prison with Trump. You should be a cockroach. Oh, that was a good one. I should be a cockroach in Donald Trump's prison cell. That came from a DeSantis supporter, a DeSantis influencer. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Anyway, I wanted to get into the next drama. Of course, they're going to keep going after Donald Trump any way possible. And I have some theories. I was talking with, so Steak for Breakfast podcast, great podcast on Apple. Spotify, they're audio only, Roan, Noah, Internet. I'm on that show occasionally. Next week, I think I'm going to be, I was supposed to be this week. Next week, I'm going to be covering for Noah Tuesday and Friday on their show. Huge show. Um, they just had Perry Johnson, the presidential candidate, on. I believe Trump is going to end up on their show. Trump Jr. has been there. Liz Harrington, all the Trump surrogates cycle through their show monthly. A lot of members of Congress like uh, Mike Collins, Corey Mills, a lot, a lot of great ones, uh, Troy Nels. Uh, Matt Gates occasionally. Uh, so anyway, they, I was talking about this with Roan yesterday from Steak for Breakfast. Right. So right now, like they're going after his Twitter account and, and uh, Elon Musk, Twitter, they got fined $350,000 for contempt. A lot of people are saying, well, obviously Elon Musk knew about this subpoena of, from the DOJ wanting to go after uh, Trump's Twitter account, which I think is completely unconstitutional. I think a lot of people are, will agree. And because of the delay, he got fined $350,000. I don't know if he handed it over yet. I haven't even really looked at it. I just saw the headline I brought up here. This is from the National Pulse. DOJ finds Musk's X, formerly Twitter. I'll never call it X. I'll always call it Twitter. Sorry. For fighting unconstitutional Trump warrant. Court documents show Elon Musk's X, formerly Twitter, tried to fight a DOJ search warrant filed by the foreign-dwelling Obama-linked special prosecutor, yes, Jack Smith, who was seeking access to former President Donald Trump's infamous social media account. X's primary objection, ob, ob, I'm sorry, <laughs> objection was to, was to an unusual gag order attached to the warrant, which would have prevented the social media firm notifying Trump that the DOJ now had access to his account, including private direct messages. Lawyers for X argued that the order attached to the warrant violated the First Amendment, when the social media company delayed handing over the account access to the DOJ by an additional three days, a federal judge held the company in contempt and fined them $350,000. After the fine, X complied with the warrant and the gag order. Yeah, and they, listen, Twitter, I think, shadow bans still a lot of people. So 
On January 8th, 2021, we know Donald Trump was permanently suspended from Twitter following the events of January 6th. They literally censored a sitting president. Twitter then, under the leadership of its former CEO and co-founder Jack Dorsey, commie, caved to the left-wing demands, and the president was suspended for inciting violence, despite the fact that Trump had authored several tweets calling for peaceful and nonviolent protests. The next day, Trump made a speech condemning the reports of violence, lawlessness, and mayhem that had occurred in and around the Capitol. When Elon Musk took over Twitter October 27, 2022, he indicated he would explore reinstating Trump's Twitter account. The former president's account was reinstated just under a month later, November 19, 2022, after Musk had asked Twitter users their opinion via a Twitter poll. 51.8% of participants supported reinstating the account that Jack Smith and Joe Biden's DOJ now have access to. What are they going to find? Are they going to find DMs through people? Is he using the Twitter DMs? Does it really matter? It doesn't matter to us. It doesn't matter to rational thinking people. But they're going to do anything they can to prevent Donald Trump from being seated in the Oval Office, by being elected president, by being on the ballot, uh, making sure that he's not able to serve four years as president of the United States. They want him to die in prison. They want to bury him under the prison. I don't believe he's going to spend one day in a jail cell. I truly believe that. I think it's there's no chance. So now they're also they're doing this, going through Twitter. They're, they're shopping around with different grand juries and different jurisdictions for anything they can charge him with. And I have a prediction that I... I hope does not happen. And if they are successful with it, I don't think it's going to do anything because he'll just raise more money. But they're accusing him of knowing that he lost the election. When we know Donald Trump truly believes, and still to this day, that he won the 2020 election, like a lot of us do. 81 million votes. Stop. Even though there are some staff members they may have on record saying that no, we knew that Donald Trump lost the election. There were some people, other advisors, that thought differently. And Donald Trump thought differently as well. That's not illegal, and nothing he did was illegal. Free speech and anything he did within the law to try to contest the results of the election. That's all been proven. But the narrative is now he took steps in order to overthrow the government. He took steps in order to subvert the uh, results of an election and the transfer of power, which is bullshit. It's complete bullshit. We all know it. But this is the narrative they're running. Now, and there were rumblings about this a while back, but I think now what they're trying to do behind closed doors is they're going to say that Donald Trump, part of these charges of defrauding the, the government the United States, and de defrauding voters, they're going to say that he illegally and fraudulently fundraised for election integrity, okay? Because he knew he lost the election but fundraised anyway, similar to if you fake cancer and, have, and put up a GoFundMe and raise a bunch of money and you don't have cancer, or Bill Mitchell the famous DeSantis uh, influencer who 
raised seventeen thousand dollars on GoFundMe from his supporters, saying that he was moving and he never moved to where he was going to move and move his studio. He grifted and he took the money. What they're trying to do is, I think, my prediction is they're going to say that he raised that two hundred and fifty million dollars or whatever it was, whatever the number is, for election integrity when he knew for fighting corruption in elections and all of that, when he knew that he did not win, which is complete nonsense. And if they can come up with some ridiculous narrative like that, because then he took the money and he transferred it into a pack and using it for campaign money, where they'll try to seize that portion of his campaign funds. They'll, they'll freeze it. Freeze it, seize it, whatever you want. Based on now they're investigating it, and would it surprise you if the if if the, if the DOJ did that? I mean, everything the DOJ is doing now is not surprising us. So I hope they're not successful. I hope that that's not happening. I believe it is. I hear rumblings here and there. This is what I spoke to Roan about from Steak for Breakfast, and he had mentioned. He says, "Listen, even if they were successful in doing that, in the forty-eight hours after." He would Donald Trump would 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 raise millions and millions of dollars just based on that. Indictments go up, fundraising goes up, indictments go up, poll numbers go up. That's just that's just a fact. You know, he he's leading in every poll. Every poll. And now they're going after his Twitter account. Go after his Twitter account. You're not going to stop what's happening, people. We're not not going to vote for him. It's not going to happen. I'm going to... It's wild. It is not going to happen. And Twitter, 350... I'm not happy that... I'm not happy that they complied with the contempt of court fine. Or, or all right, pay the fine. Don't pay the fine. Especially after Elon Twitter... Uh, Elon Twitter. Elon Musk put out a, a tweet or an X, whatever the hell they're calling it, saying that if your job has gone after you because of your tweets, you're, you're, you're posting on Twitter, let us know. And we'll basically pay for your legal defense. No, no, um, uh, no, no max or whatever it was. Why not do that here? Why not Elon Musk tell the DOJ, hey, DOJ, fuck off. We're not giving you access to any of it. You can take the search warrant and wipe merit, meritless Garland's ass with it, and we will pay $350,000 a day because you know he's got the money. If he really cared, I believe he would do that, and he would uphold what he talks about, about the First Amendment right to free speech and not deep state grabbing of people's personal information. That... Baseless, baseless reason. He's not not uh, accused of murder, not accused of trafficking, not accused of any of these big erroneous crimes, and it's just a fishing expedition. And it's 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 just crazy. It's crazy. But I wanted to jump to this. Uh, Donald Trump was on Eric uh, Bowling's show on Newsmax yesterday, which I, I hate Newsmax. I can't stand most of the Newsmax hosts, but it's a huge platform. I mean, they're 
they're outpacing a lot of news outlets. So Donald Trump obviously has to use it as a platform along with other people. It's probably like maybe the most conservative you can get to a point until they just do something stupid. But <clears throat> neither here nor there. Not only are they going after Twitter for his DMs, but they're stripping away any any records that he could use in his defense, and I think it's by design, like the January 6th committee. Why did they delete all of their records? Wouldn't that be a criminal act? Isn't Shouldn't that still, shouldn't that be, it's a congressional hearing, shouldn't that be part of the congressional record? Is there a backup? Is this just all nonsense that they're saying that, the, uh, the January 6th, as we like to call it, the unselect committee, destroyed records and documents. Wouldn't that be considered a criminal act and the people or person responsible for doing it be held accountable? I, I, I'm not, it's not computing with me. So he was on again yesterday. This is a, a quick clip of just, uh, it's it's wild. Listen. You know, now that we have the subpoena power, because we now have subpoena power, yeah. all of a sudden the J6 committee, the unselects, I call them, everything was deleted and destroyed. The documents, everything was deleted and destroyed. That's a criminal act. So all of that stuff, all of that nonsense you watched for a year and a half go on with all Democrats and two so-called Republicans, but they were worse than any of the Democrats, Kinzinger and Cheney. Uh, <laughs> It's all been deleted and gotten rid of. They deleted it because they didn't want anybody to see it because the real answers were there, but they didn't want to report it. So I'm, the thing I'm not understanding is anything that's in those reports, wouldn't it be in that final report? Probably not. That was probably was a stupid question. Because if it was, why? I haven't heard, maybe, I haven't heard yet any defense to this on why all of these records were destroyed, whether it's videos, uh, recordings, paper, whatever it is, it's all been destroyed. And apparently the select committee did not archive temporary committee records that were not elevated by the committee's actions, such as use in hearings or official publications, or those that did not further investigative activities. Uh, that apparently was a, a part of a letter. What? Why wouldn't? Why would none of that be retained? But now they're looking and and trying to uh, add more charges, adding more charges to Donald Trump for allegedly erasing surveillance video at his private residence and hiding evidence. The January sixth committee is doing the same thing. They knew this was all going to come to head and there was going to be discovery and subpoenas. And why would they, and then come up with this narrative because it's a temporary investigative committee. So we didn't need to keep any of the records. This was on, uh, okay. You can subpoena networks that covered it for the footage of the January 6th hearing. Yes. But the investigative material, because what about the material that they've had that they were given that was not used in the hearings, the Hollywood produced hearings? Because you know there's a lot of it. You know there's a lot of material that they were given officially that was not used in the hearings because it was cherry picked, most likely because, yeah, we shouldn't use this. We'll use that. We shouldn't use this. 
They had a Hollywood producer producing the whole thing. They were on teleprompters. It was all prepared for primetime TV. They violated Trump's rights. They violated our rights as American people who were dragged through this January 6th committee. And then they destroy the evidence so that us, the American people, the American voters, could not at some point, if something were to happen, to see what the January 6th committee had in their possession. They violated Donald Trump's rights for a, uh, an act, you know, a, a efficient defense, and they violated our rights for not being able to see it. And they, sh- they violated... If you don't think this vi- this should violate your trust in the government if you still have any trust in the government for the lack of transparency that we've seen over the years and more so now that they're not even hiding it. They're kicking us in the face, pissing on us, laughing at us, saying we don't have to be transparent to you, peasants. <clears throat> it's wild. I'm going to have to follow this a little bit more, but I-, I don't understand how they did not adequately preserve documents, any of the data, video, dispositions, communications it had with the Biden White House. It's all missing. I mean, it's wild. Nothing was indexed. There was no table of contents. There's no manifest of evidence or records that were given to this investigative committee, this big-time investigative committee. Nothing. No index of records. Nothing. Say. It's all gone. Yeah, they tampered with the video footage. They added sound. They edited deceptive editing. You had members of the January 6th committee lie about evidence. Watermelon head Adam Schiff, he took what, what, one of Jim Jordan's text messages and edited it and then spoke about it on public television. He wrote a book about it, exploiting the events of January 6th while he was sitting on the January 6th committee. It's such a clown show. The circus music is getting really loud now. I was raised not to trust the government either, Hog. Even though every American, every American in deep down wants to trust our government, we want to, but we can't. And that's when I say you can have love of country and disdain of government. That's exactly what I have. Love of country. I love what America is and what it was founded on. But I hate the government that overreaches and tries to change the way America was founded and framed. Yeah. Anyway, listen, I know we're running up on an hour, but I want to get to something. So we're going to go a little over today. Um, I want to get to, oh, televising the Trump trial, New York Times. This, and I want to go, uh, I want to cover this, and I want to cover Donald Trump not doing debates and not signing the RNC promise to support who the nominee is. Really quick. New York, uh, listen, some people don't want to trust the government. I get it. Like, I, I, I feel that way too. I'm saying in general, I think most American people want to say we have a great government. We don't have a great government. It's a fantasy that, hey, it would be great if we had a great government. You know, it would be great if the deep state was dismantled and didn't exist. I don't even think that's a possibility ever. Even if it was temporary, it would still come back. But whatever. It's a, that could literally be a whole other discussion. But I'm in the same boat. Like, at this point, I don't want to trust them because there is no trusting them. But in general, the American people that don't that does not have their pulse on issues and politics, like 
say I do or people that watch shows like this religiously and who are really ear to the ground and boots on the ground seeing what's going on, your average American that's working two jobs, they want to they wanna have that blanket of my government's going to take care of me if I need it or my government is going to do the right thing in our country's best interest that's going to trickle down and be positive for me. They want that, but you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. No one's ever going to get it. No one's ever gotten it, you know? But it's, um, yeah. I, and, and that's a topic that should be talked about with lots of people. It's, it's just, it's stupid. How do you trust the government when you have people that threaten one president with violence and nothing happens to those people? They don't get visited. And then you have, and I wasn't even going to cover this today. I was going to talk about it tomorrow, and I will tomorrow. And then you have elderly, morbidly obese people in the middle of Utah who made stupid remarks on social media and has the FBI show up to his house and shoot him like a dog and kill him because he threatened the life of Joe Biden. This guy can't, get, he can't even get out of his own way. Yes, has a bunch of guns, but this guy is not putting on a frog suit coming out of a swamp and assassinating the president. If you saw the pictures and you looked at the story, you, you're telling me that the FBI could not subdue a 300-pound-plus 75-year-old man without shooting him down like a dog? Come on, man. That's a good way to look at it. I trust God and keep an eye on everybody else. That should be a t-shirt. I have to go back and look at your post, Hog. I didn't look too much into it. I will today. Love of country, disdain of tyranny. I like it. Love of country, disdain of tyranny. I like that. And I like I trust God and keep an eye on everybody else. Someone should sell a t-shirt like that. I won't be doing it. New York Times, don't televise Trump trials because it might sway public opinion. It might show that the government is full of shit. It might show that the corrupt DOJ is, in fact, more corrupt than we already thought it was. And the New York Times, Murdoch owns New York Times, right? Didn't he buy it? No. Bezos? Who the hell owns the New York Times now? I don't even know. Does someone in the chat know? The New York Times has warned that allowing the public to watch Donald Trump's January 6th trial on television may lead to a shift in public opinion in the former president's favor. Imagine that. Imagine the mainstream media, the New York Times, not wanting the full transparency of a presidential candidate's trial from the DOJ who he's running against the person in charge of the DOJ, the sitting president, they don't want the transparency. They don't want the American people to see what's going on because they know it's all bullshit. Instead, the New York Times insists Americans should get their information on the proceedings through experts, like through CNN and Chris Cuomo and, and, and Randy Rachel Maddow and the New York Times and videos of Hillary Clinton talking about it. Author Nick Ackerman, a New York lawyer, claims the former president could, through gestures or well-timed outbursts, try to use the broadcast to sway public opinion, as if it would be wrong for a presidential challenger who believes his prosecution is politically motivated to make his case to the public and undermine the trial's supposed 
Solemnity. 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 That's a stupid word. Whatever. Um, yeah. Why would mainstream media not want? And listen, it's great because the people on the left televise the, the trial. This will be great, just like the January 6th hearing. It'll be wonderful for primetime TV, and it will help us. And then Trump's lawyer is like, yeah, pull back the curtain and televise it. We want the people to see it. We want full transparency. We, we, we want that, which I don't think the judge is going to allow it. I don't think the judge is going to televise anything because I think they will tell her, her supervising judges, no, this is not going to be televised because we can't run the risk of real transparency. We can't run the risk of the American people seeing that the DOJ is full of shit, that the Biden regime is corrupt, we can't run that risk. So we have to take our marching orders and politically prosecute this guy and come up with a conviction with a DC tainted Jerry because he will not get a fair trial there. And they're afraid because if they weren't afraid, the judge would be like, no, let's televise it. Let's show if they really truly believe they have Donald Trump dead to rights and that he's corrupt, let's do it. No, they won't because then they can't control the narrative. They can't control the transparency. They can modify it and report it how they want with their opinions and their Donald Trump is bad and he's getting shanked in the courtroom and then call the independent journalists that are sitting in the courtroom, the other decentralized media and the other independent media outlets who want to tell the truth the mainstream media then has an opportunity to call all them liars. And then we're just right back to where we are. We're lying. They're telling the truth because they're backed by millions, hundreds of millions and billions of dollars in the mainstream media and being news actors. And instead of televising the Trump trial, so there's no substitute of any stupid reporting and narratives, they, they're not going to televise this. I would be very, I, that would actually surprise me if they decided to televise the trial. I don't think any decisions have been made as of yet. But yeah. Well, we're we're going we're going to follow that. Unselect committee, destroy the documents. Sorry, that's criminal act. Someone needs to be held accountable, most likely indicted. Definitely indicted. Never going to happen. Um it's 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 not. Donald Trump yesterday on Eric Bowling. And I, he had, listen, I don't think Donald Trump should debate any of these idiots. He's polling 50, 60, 70% in some places. DeSantis is in single digits some places. The meatball, you know, he's not rebooting his campaign. He's just building out his campaign. No, 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 no. No, he's tanking his campaign. Tanking it. And he's doing anything possible to try to get great ratings and to get his and great polling and get his Twitter influencers to lift him up when they've done nothing but buried him into the ground. Anyway, Trump says he won't sign the RNC pledge to endorse GOP nominee because he says there are three or four people that he definitely wouldn't support in the just-in case. But we're beyond the just-in case. The only way Donald Trump is not the nominee is if they force him not to be the nominee, if they pull a Bernie Sanders on him. So here is... As Jesse Lee Peterson, if you don't know who Jesse Lee Peterson is, the black guy who has the radio show, he's funny. He, he calls 
Donald Trump, the great white hope. It's hilarious. It's just, you got to check it. If you don't know who Jesse Lee Peterson is, check him out. If anything, it's just entertainment. Here's Donald Trump on Eric Bowling last night. There's so many avenues right now, but it's just to clean up, tie up the, the, the Fox debate. And you'll, you'll decide next week. What is there I'll be announcing that. Yeah, I've already decided. Uh, and I'll be announcing something next week. Yes. I noticed the Fox senior executives came and had dinner with you and pitched you. Did they move the needle? Well, they were very nice. Look, uh, they were very nice. Here, here's why, uh, Mr. President. The only reason I, I say this, I put a poll up on Twitter. At least two-thirds of the people don't want you to do the debate because they feel it could be a setup. Are you concerned about Fox setting well, up? Well, when you're at 75, 78, 80%, and other guys are at zero, 1%, 2%, 3%, you do say, uh, what's the upside? Am I going to go up one point? But they could go up. You know, they're not dumb people. They're senators. They're governors. They're intelligent people. You have some very good people. I think you have some very good people, and you have some people. I mean, I have a problem with the debate for another reason. I wouldn't sign the pledge. Why would I sign a pledge? of people on there that I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have certain people as, you know, somebody that I'd endorse. So they want you to sign a pledge. But I can name three or four people that I wouldn't support for president. So right there, there's a problem, okay? Right there, there's a problem. I but I don't have to use that. Right now, no, I don't want to do that. Which, I don't want to do that. There's no reason to insult him. But <laughs> there are some people that, yeah. that a lot of people wouldn't endorse, but they wouldn't be right. They're not going to go anywhere, by the way. They're not going to get it. But so I wouldn't endorse He said that's one of the requirements for, yeah. so you won't sign it. Well, they have three or four people that I wouldn't, you know, who would put these people as president? Have you ever put these people as president? But you'll get somebody else. There'll be somebody. But right now, I saw Christy Nome, uh, who's terrific. She's done a fantastic job. I watched her this morning. She was on television. They asked her, are you going to run? Because there are other people running. Are you going to run? She said, no. Why aren't you going to run? Because nobody can beat Trump. She said it, which I greatly respect. I mean, she's saying, I hope the truth. She said, why would I run? Nobody's going to beat Trump. There's not even a contest. These people are just wasting their time. Somebody like uh, Asa Hutchinson, who's polling at zero, will ask me nasty questions. Uh, somebody like Chris Christie, he's polling at 1%, and he's going to ask me nasty questions. <laughs> Say the names without saying the names, Don. Some that are very good. I mean, Tim Scott has been very nice, and uh, Ramishwamy has been very, very nice. I mean, these are you know very capable people, very good people. But uh, why would you do that when you're leading by so much? Ronald Reagan didn't do it. Nixon didn't do it. Many people didn't do it. And uh, but I'm going to look at it very seriously. I'd like to do it. I've actually gotten very good marks on debating talents. But uh, you want to be, you know, they want a smart president. They want somebody that's going to be smart. So we have to do the smart thing. Yeah, I think I would agree with you that. Why would you do it? Uh, Christy and Pence both said you may not have the guts to come onto the debate. I well, that's what people will say. They'll say, oh, he doesn't have the guts. He doesn't have the guts. Mike Pence, uh, Chris Christie, stop. I did see stop. him in town hall. That was about as hostile as you can do. I hear I did very well because— That wasn't you know, a town hall. That turned into a debate. Of CNN over that debate. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's not a question of guts. It's a question of intelligence. And I'm going to make a decision. I haven't, you know, totally ruled it out. I, I, I would love to do it in many ways because I sort of enjoy that. Well, in my opinion, I think he shouldn't do it. I think he should take that RNC— pledge to endorse the whoever the nominee is um 
and wipe his ass with it and send it back to Rona Botox Lip McDaniels and be like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not debating. I don't need to. I'm going to focus on what I'm doing, uh, whether it's rallies or smaller events in, in, in key voter states and, and swing states and things like that. Uh, I, I don't think – here's the thing. Even if he decided to debate and get on the debate stage, like anything else, Donald Trump pulls the air out of the room. It's all. It's going to be all about him, which is good. They're all going to thry, try to throw shade on him. Chris Christie Crispy over there, Crispy Cream, is going to do nothing but shit on him and make himself look like an idiot. But why should he bother? Why should he bother at all? Ron DeSantis, the whole thing, look, he signed the agreement. They're posting it. And I'm like, oh, well, thanks for endorsing Donald Trump. Thanks for endorsing Donald Trump. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. It, it, they're, they're indicting him for everything. They're going after him. And what, you, you're worried about how he's going to debate? We've seen how he debates. He doesn't need to debate these idiots, in my opinion. And you could turn around and say that there's no, he has no guts. He has no balls for not, for not signing it. And I think that's nonsense. And if you haven't seen, I posted this this morning, Ron DeSantis did sign it. Uh, he has his famous, um, he threw a meatball at it and it splattered on there. Yep. He writes like a three-year-old. I think he had one of his kids write it. And he signed it with Rona McDaniels. I affirm that if I do not win the 2024 Republican nomination for president of the United States, I will honor the will of the primary voters and support the nominee in order to save our country and beat Joe Biden. The beat Biden pledge. Which I think is going to be null and void because I don't think we're going to be beating Biden because I don't think Biden's going to be it. It might be the, they might have to change this to the beat Newsom or beat Obama pledge. That might have to happen. And again, don't sign it. Don't sign it, Don. It's beneath you, I believe. And uh, yeah, screw the debates. Keep on keeping on. I'll keep donating for your legal defense fund. I'll keep donating to put fuel into that big, beautiful jet to fly around America and trigger libs and never Trumpers. I have no problem doing that to those people that say, why are you donating money? He's just using it for his lawyers. Yeah, to fight the deep state, to fight the DOJ, to fight meritless Garland, to fight the Biden regime, to fight this moronic, ridiculous, America-hating, not America-living, Obama-loving, special prosecutor Jack Smith. 100%. Take my money, Donnie T. Take it. Take it. And that's all. That's it. It's Thursday. Tomorrow's Freedom Friday. I'll be back tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern. We will not be back tomorrow night for Freedom Friday, however. 8.30 p.m. Eastern, we will not be. Instead, we will be back for a Freedom Sunday special, 3 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, James Curry and I. I'll be in a, at an event with Laura Loomer on tomorrow, on Friday. But it's... uh. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for joining. Hit the like. Hit the follow. Come back tomorrow morning. We'll have some more fun. And I need to set up. What I really want to do is uh, just been so busy is to, is to set up where you some people can call into the show and we can, you know, rap about stuff. And you can the phone number you can call and you can hear my ridiculous voice that I I hate my own voice like I said earlier in the show. And we can talk about issues and stuff like that. Why, well, uh, Vista Naj 
I oh no, visit Nash. Sorry, I don't know. I I need my glasses. I have to start wearing my glasses on the show. It's ridiculous. Thanks for uh for coming in. First time you watch. We're live Monday to Friday, eight a.m. Eastern. Typically do an hour, and then Tuesdays and Fridays, eight thirty p.m. Eastern. We do Tuesdays, We the People Radio, and then Freedom Friday on Friday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with my co-host James Curry. Check them out. Follow my social medias on in the ticker there. Make sure you hit the like, the thumbs up button. If you're not following the Rumble channel, please hit the follow. It helps juice the algorithm, tickle its little butthole, and gets, uh, gets the show recommended into, uh, into Rumble land, which is what we want. And uh, have a great day, everybody. As always, MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern.